0: This is Dai Chewy X, the podcast, episode 147, for the week of September 28th, 2008. Welcome back. Dies in Chewy X. The
1: podcast.
0: An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dies and Chewy X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening.
1: And a little bit of entertaining.
0: And a little bit of sleeping and taking a week off. Ah, oh, vacation, if you can call it that. Uh, I, was, I don't know what to do when I go a week without podcasting. You enjoy it <laughs> the way I enjoy it. You don't like doing anything, do you? I like You want to leave the gig geek- life behind no
1: that's not true
0: no. i like my wrist i'm a lazy bum i hear you i'm a lazy bum every so often but which lazy bum are you over there i'm the merry bum the Mary lazy bum, bum. the merry bum all right fair enough
1: and who might you be I'm stranger living bum. in my house
0: the mike the mike 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 bum bum, bum. it's a lot of mics mike so we went a week without a show. It's one of the only times of the year I allow that to happen. And, you know, it, the flight down to Atlanta isn't that long. But when you take into consideration getting to the airport early and then traveling all the way back home, get a hop on the train. You no, know, a, a one and a half hour flight turns into like a six hour travel. Mm-hmm. It's two hours. Is it a two hour flight? No, on the way back there, you said it was like an hour and a half. We flew. Yeah, but then. But we then, got held up. Yeah. On the runway. Uh-huh. Kind of sucks. We were down in Atlanta. We did Anime Weekend Atlanta, or the AWA, or the the AWA, as... Everyone
1: but us calls it. Everyone but
0: us calls it that. I refuse to call it that. It gets stuck in my head, though. AWA? Yeah,
1: that pronunciation.
0: AWA, AWA, AWA. I don't like it.
1: I prefer AWA, even though it's more
0: syllables. That's right. So we're going to briefly talk about, uh, you know, what we did down there, but we got a regular topic for you. Mary, it is just you and I this week.
1: Yeah, we're going to do a quick and dirty.
0: Ooh, my favorite kind of doings doings <laughs> no julian involved with the quick and dirty episode i have no idea what he's doing he's probably at work we're recording thursday night we gotta you know we're not going to a con but we got a busy weekend coming up you're doing some dress with the stuff. wedding being in three weeks yes That's right <laughs> You know, talk about going one week without doing a show. Who knows what the hell is going to happen next month? Yeah,
1: there's going to be a lot of skipped episodes.
0: (laughs) We'll see. Maybe, Oh, you know what, I was going to say, oh, maybe we'll do a clip show. A clip show takes like three times the amount of work as a regular show does. So forget that. I don't know. We'll see what's going to go on. Uh, No, we'll talk about AWA this episode. We've got some music reviews to do, which I had promised, but, you know, we didn't get around to doing last week. Uh, Julian's not here. We're going to skip ABCs. We're going to skip releases because it's the end of the month. But we got an email. So it's kind of a short, condensed episode. Getting us back into the habit. That's right. Getting Get back Weeding into the Weaning ourselves swing. back into it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, when you're away from the Internet for a few days, you don't know what the hell is going on anyways. It's really strange coming back and having to catch up with... Four days of internet news. That's like three years of real life news. I don't know how to cope. Google Reader says a thousand plus. I'm just like, yeah, Mark, all read. Yeah, really. I have no idea. Just what give going. up right then. Exactly. So, uh, Mary, let's just briefly go over AWA. It's kind of like a mini topic before a topic. Yes. Well, it's part of our stuff, so. That's right. We got Dragon Ball things to talk about, things to mention. Perhaps you've seen some of this already. Good times. Let's start with our panel.
1: Right. We did a panel, as we usually do in the video art track, also known as the VAT, which, as far as I can tell, is one of the, you know, AMV stuff in general at AWA seems to be pretty huge.
0: Yeah, they put a large precedence on it there. Precedence? Yes, that's... (laughs) That's the word uh, I'm looking for. Sure. I don't know. What word am I looking for? I don't know. It's late.
1: <laughs> I, no well, I don't think that's the word on. that you're looking for right there. I don't there. know. In any anyway, event, we it's didn't- It's late.
0: It's not even 9.30. <laughs>
1: It's late for my brain. I I can't deal. Anyway, we had a panel with Jeff, so it was the three of us, and we showed our videos from the last year, as well as some inspirational videos that kind of uh, help us in our AMV making. Why do we do what
0: we do? Well, here is why. Here is
1: why. Just some cool stuff here and there. And then we showed a really cool thing that we commissioned for our panel at the end of our panel.
0: Yes. A couple days before we were going to leave for AWA, I I am Kaiser Neko from Team Four Star, and I was like, hey, we... We got a panel going on it'd be pretty awesome if you guys you know made something we could show with the panel i swear to god within half an hour i had a script on my email box
1: yes and it was awesome
0: awesome so, <laughs> so good we played that that actually closed out our panel at awa had a couple people come up afterwards like almost immediately where can i get it is this gonna be online oh my gods and I actually don't know what day they put it online. It was after our panel had taken place, but they put it up last weekend. You know, we came home and already had tens of thousands of views and hundreds upon hundreds of comments already. It was just
1: so trippy, because when it aired at the panel, you know, it's maybe like 100, 200 people at most that got to see that thing. Right. I think that's being generous.
0: Right. Especially since there
1: was a fire alarm before our panel, so that kind of cleared out the room.
0: Yeah, maybe if you were following along with uh, my Twitter, you kind of read what was going on as it happened. Alarm went off as we were about to start a panel right before. But anyways, we played it. People wanted to know where to get it. It's getting a great response. Mary, we have to talk about some of these youtube comments yeah people who don't read
1: the fucking intro on the video i mean it's one thing to not read the info on the page yeah, itself i get know that, that
0: youtube viewers don't read the description
1: but they don't even read this, the description that's on the video itself like that plays in the first five seconds of the video
0: the video literally starts with a frame that says where it was played and who it was made for and all these YouTube comments are like, "Who are those people? Are those fake people?" <laughs> I love that they're just making up names. Like the video started and told you who it was made for. I don't know who is watching this. I like,
1: despise the internet oh, so much. Oh
0: man! So I'm I'm thinking I might do a podcast episode about YouTube comments in the future somewhere. We'll it's see how futile,
1: that goes. but okay.
0: Nah, I know, but it was excellent. We have it linked off the homepage. It was. You know, a little Vegeta and Nappa thing, but then it turned into self-referential talking about us up on the panel. So it was wonderful. We love them. Go check that out. We have some new videos we're putting online. One is actually DBZ related that I threw together in under two hours for no particular reason other than, you know, I explained this at the panel. Actually, this is a halfway interesting story to me. The never completed character guide that we have on the website. I had written up a couple somewhat long ones for characters detailing everything that happens to them in the series from their perspective and i got to a point where i was like i want to write a couple more but i want to write really short ones who's around for you know a little who's just a lackey that i could write something about that get killed i know i'm gonna pick a pool because he's actually given a name he's even verbally spoken in the tv series frieza says his name So that's someone of some significance, like the lowest rank of significance, before you get into unnamed henchmen. So I wrote up a bio for him, and he kind of became this joke, sick fascination character for me. Where, you know, as the video games are going on and throwing in more and more characters, I'm like, oh, you know, they haven't hit the bottom of the barrel until they get to a pool. And then they hit the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) And they certainly did. Uh, I actually was slightly wrong. Uh, Pool first showed up in the Japanese Wii version of Sparking Neo, Budokai Tenkaichi 2, and then he again resurfaced in Budokai Tenkaichi 3, or Sparking Meteor. So yeah, he's actually a playable character in video games now. How ridiculous is that? It's quite insane. So I wanted to make a tribute to Apool. Uh, so I took every single last bit of footage that exists of him in the entire series and made this little tribute trailer to my favorite character. The title of the video kind he gives it away, but I still think it's funny when you hit the end of it. And it's really only funny to me and maybe a couple other people out there, but that's a huge stretch. I sent it to AWA Pro because I finished it in time and little did I know that many other people were going to do the same thing for that contest. So I feel kind of bad in retrospect, but whatever. It was nominated for Best Trailer because there were three in the yeah, contest. total. I'm glad it did not win. I would have been so mad. Yeah, there was no way you were going to win no against chance, uh, no, that that no. Mirror's Edge. Trailer. Absolutely. So that's that's there. You can check that out. You know, you're listening to the show. You know my sick fascination with a pool. Enjoy that, Mary. We did a Street Fighter video this year.
1: Yes, that was our main pro entry.
0: It was. We called it DQCF plus P. That's kind of like my little extension of my retro video game project video from a few years back, which was not a double fireball, just a single fireball. So, you know, you like Dragon Ball. Maybe you like video games. Maybe you like fighting games. Maybe you like Street Fighter. Maybe you like some of the Street Fighter TV series and movies and stuff. You've just segmented that to about like 1%. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Please enjoy the video. Uh, We're going to try to have these up. If they're not already up, by the time you hear this, like they're coming really, really really soon so look for those the only other thing from the con i want to talk about well it's actually two things the panel funimation panel and some of the stuff we bought but the funimation panel i believe the guy who was running it was adam sheehan or sheehan i don't know how he pronounces his last name i know you were totally with me on this the way that dragon ball was received as an entity down there seems slightly different than we've seen it more up north Mm Mm-hmm. And the way that Adam himself, as a Funimation, you know, I don't know what his title is. I don't know if he's a brand manager. I think he's something along those lines. The way that he described and referred to the series was almost... Self-deprecating. Yeah, exactly. He actually used the phrase, the way it was meant to be seen, in an ironic fashion. Which is something that we do. And I feel like we're allowed to, because we're the jackasses on the internet, so for someone from Funimation to actually do it themselves, it was kind of off-putting. Like, I didn't know how to take that. That was really weird. It's like, but- do you want me to buy this or not? <laughs> exactly! And tell me about the response that A received when he mentioned It just, just kind
1: of just- groans, I guess, and it's very different from up here, like we were saying, because when it seems like there's a turning around of, like, yeah, cheering for Dragon Ball, vogue yeah, it's Vogue to like, like, like it again, again, but down there, you know, they're a little bit backwards over there, so.
0: <laughs> the south, whatever. <laughs> (laughs) You backwards people down there. They haven't quite figured out it's cool to like the series again. I don't think we stuck around for the whole panel. I was getting kind of burned out. They started to show trailers, which you couldn't really see. I
1: wanted to stay for Oron, so that was good enough for me.
0: That's fine. It's like, I'm going to see if
1: they are on trailer, and then we can go. But you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, but I want to see the trailer. No,
0: fine. Let's talk about some of the stuff I guess I bought. I don't think you really bought any of this. No, I didn't.
1: And one of these things I offered to buy you, and then you bought it on your own.
0: Oh, that's right. I think they're actually still packed away right now, but there's a couple of these little Standy figures. There's a very, very new series. I got one from there. It's of Super Saiyan 2 Gohan doing his iconic uppercut against Cell. Uh, I got another Standy one. It's Goku on Kintone. Holding Yoibo. Uh, it's really tall. It's it's propped up very high in that little white, silverish sandy. And there's a little tiny Kame house that you place on the black sand at the bottom. So it's supposed to be like he's really high up and far away and flying off from it. And I got a Bardock standee, which I like because he's just kind of a sexy character. I I just enjoy looking at him. And then to add to my Tadus and Vegito keychains hanging off of the microphone, the closest I could get to a pool merchandise was a QE keychain. So I was...
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the next step down or up from a pool. it's
0: one step up. I mean, he actually fought... Vegeta and did something for a little bit rather than just be killed by him. So he's going to hang from the microphone. Maybe I'll take a new picture. I think every con I go to, I'll get another one. I'll just add more and more until I can't lift the microphone anymore. So, Mary, that be AWA, I think. In a nutshell. We're back. It's done. Good scene I won an award. Oh, you did? I didn't win, win
1: Iron Editor, but I won. I forgot um, about Iron Editor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won an Expo Award for my Beck video on guitar. You are. I won the Guitar Hero Award. You are award. the Guitar Hero. <laughs> I am.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So
1: I I walked out with something. I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: can check out the videos and all that stuff. So uh, I think that's the stuffage. Let's move on to a little bit of news. So we're going to talk about news that we don't really know anything about. No,
1: I just clicked on this link here in our outline to try and learn more about it, and I just got even more baffled that I probably shouldn't have clicked on it.
0: (laughs) So while we were out, the new special over in Japan, the Jump Anime Tour special, new little short that's been playing, has actually premiered. I think Osaka was either the first stop or one of the first stops. So we don't even know if Julian got to see it. I have no idea. I, I probably would have heard from him by now if he got to see it. And I don't know if Herms got a chance. He's actually over there from Consentai. He's over there right now, too. I don't know if he got a chance to go check it out anywhere. But regardless, Kanz and Ty, they're on top of shit. They have a translation of a summary synopsis of the entire special. You can go read it. I've kind of skimmed through it. I haven't really read the whole thing. I looked at the pictures. Yeah, I briefly looked at pictures and text, and it looks like the character sheets that we got from a certain source last couple of weeks uh we're true we're real this aka character looked like emerging if not a fusion of avo and or avocado. 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 That's right. So you can go read all about it over on Konstantai, and there's still a continued, like, 70-page thread over on our forum talking about it. The other bit of news, and this really doesn't affect us, you and me, Mary, at all in any way, shape, or form anymore, but it's pretty significant for... And said ...the way that Dragon Ball kind of really got going over here, and that's that Cartoon Network has officially ended the tsunami block. Now, Mary, I don't think you and I have, not even actively watched, but... Well- cat- watch *Tsunami*. I don't since. even
1: know what *Tsunami* has been in the last exactly. couple of
0: years. No idea if it's on a day or a block, like what airs in it, no clue whatsoever. But it was *Tsunami* that took those first two dub seasons, started airing them in 1998, got a new following going, 1999, got Funimation to do season 3 and got the series really going here in the US. It was really *Tsunami*. It was that after school block.
1: Oh man, it was like Dragon Ball and Gundam Wing and Voltron and later on it was 10 and it, was just, Moon. Yeah. Oh. it was just yeah so good in the heyday when people there cared about anime
0: right so I mean there's so many conversations you know the current management of Cartoon Network versus DVD sales for their own shows and what kind of ratings the anime is actually getting and throwing it into time slots that they can't get those ratings anyways I mean there's so many things we could talk about but the point is that tsunami is really no more it's really what Dragon Ball kind of used to get going here A- any
1: thoughts? For me, it's been dead for a couple years, so in theory, it's sad. But I don't, I don't feel anything for whatever its current state is.
0: I mean, it's no, it shouldn't be any shock to anyone that we're not the biggest dub fans on the planet, and we don't really watch our stuff on TV. You've got your Netflix subscription, yep, and you know we buy the important box sets. You know we've got our Avas, our Escalone, our Triguns, our Bebops, all that kind of stuff. So. Whatever, but it's sad to see it go. It sounded like they had a really good send-off with montages and a certain episode of Samurai Jack. I guess they played that kind of... Paralleled maybe their internal feelings and stuff. I don't really know. It sounded like it was cool. Sounded like it got a good send off. So I I guess we tip our hats or proverbial hats to Toonami for doing what they could with the stuff that they got over the years from Funimation. I think that's the news, Mary. I think so too. We haven't really read or know anything. So we'll move on to a topic. (laughs) We're not going to review one CD this week. We're not going to review two CDs this week. We're going to review zero CDs this week. (laughs) We're done. See you later. It's a great (laughs) show. No, we're kind of going to review three CDs. But the thing is, one of them's a re-release of a CD from 10 years ago. One's a cover album with only one Dragon Ball song on it. And one's a soundtrack to a video game that I'm only just now going to be able to get back to because my fucking 360s back.
1: Woo, that's news.
0: That is news. (laughs) It is news. You're going to
1: say, hey, Vegito EX is back on Xbox Live.
0: Yeah. People are like, where the fuck is Vegito EX? X Ben, If they haven't heard about it, uh, go read VG Convo's whole stories over there. But anyways, uh, let's start it off with the Dragon Ball Z Burst Limit original soundtrack. Initially, the CD was being billed as a dual soundtrack for Burst Limit and Sparking Meteor. And then once we got the cover art, it seemed pretty much confirmed that there's no sparking stuff here whatsoever. This is exclusively a Burst Limit soundtrack. And that is what it is. There's no sparking branding on here whatsoever. It's a twenty-six track CD. It's got the short version of the vocal opening theme, Kiseki no honoyomoe agare. I said it properly after all these months. It seems like a year now. Finally got that extra ah in there. And actually, the ending track is Fight It Out, the full-length English version of the opening theme. So if you didn't get the Super Survivor CD, you can at least get a little taste of uh, English, English, Hiranobu Kageyama if you want on here. So, long story short, my 360, I didn't get the Red Rings, I got the video card fried itself, had to send my system away shortly after I got Burst Limit, didn't really have a chance to play it, play through most of the Frieza saga. So that's all I've got... Of a familiarity with the music from the game. Oh my point.
1: god! I just realized that's how little you've played of that game. Yeah, the 360 it's died like, so soon after. I feel like for me, I could care less about DBZ video games anymore. And the fact that, not counting, you know, the 360 died, you only got to the Frieza saga. That that's like, oh well, my god! Even Mike's playing less of the games now.
0: Well, a lot of that was just the system died. I can't do a whole hell of a lot about it. I don't know. Am I gonna get back to the game? Am I not? Soul Calibur 4 is a lot better of a game. That's part of the problem with this game is that Soul Calibur before it came out so soon after it. But let's talk about the music on the CD. I know you listened to a little bit in the car, maybe a little bit at the gym. You don't remember anything. I'm
1: no, sure. I thought it was very rockish and cool and well put together. Okay, and I so thought, wow, this much. is background music for a game. It's pretty cool.
0: So, Burst Limit seems to be a spiritual reimagination of the Budokai series. Yeah, it? same but developer. when I hear
1: that music, though, it doesn't sound Dragon Ball to me.
0: It doesn't. It sounds... Julie and I actually. Sounds were dub about this. music to me. Does it really to you? Just good dub music. Because Julie and I said that if Dragon Ball was to be made into a new series today, the Budokai two three era, where Tower of Power was working on it as well, that's what we envisioned as what a modern Dragon Ball soundtrack. Agreed, kind of jazzy. And yeah, rocky. exactly. I really, really like those jazzy hints to it. Unfortunately, the Burst Limit soundtrack seems to drop a lot of that jazz flair. And perhaps that is there's no more Tower of Power working on the music anymore. So we lose that hint. You remember more rockish music, and that's a lot of what's in here. Now, unfortunately, I just don't have the full familiarity with the game. So a lot of this music, like half the soundtrack is just as if it was entirely new music to me. I have no scenes to place it with. It's almost like I'm being a kid again and listening to the Super Butoden soundtracks, though, where I hadn't really played the game. So I was listening to it as Dragon Ball music. So I kind of have a parallel going there with older Kid wondrous days, like not knowing what it's for. But I'm so much older now and I i know so much of music, I just don't get that same flair or that oomph from it anymore. There are a couple standout tracks though, and I especially want to mention this. Remember, as soon as this track started, you and I started singing a completely different song. That's because the track oh, Let's yes. Fight Fight sounds exactly like Koi no Megarava by Maximum the Hormone. Do, 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 do. This song starts uh, the drums. It's, do, it's do, do, do. that <laughs> fucking song. It is the exact same song. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I really like it because it's that song that I enjoy from Maximum. I mean, it's not that song, but it's so close. You can just sing along with it. There are a couple other standout tracks. You know, the first couple get with the, the rock tone and it keeps it throughout the CD. But all in all, I mean, I think that's as much as I can say about the CD. I don't have any other comments about it. It's not forgettable, but it's very, very close to being a forgettable CD. If only because... I'm seeing Burst Limit as a forgettable game, and I just haven't had a chance to really dive into it. So perhaps if you're more engaged with Burst Limit, you haven't been playing a whole bunch of other games, you really got going with this, this might be something you want to look at. It's relatively cheap. It's got a lot of tracks. It's got the English version on there. I don't know. Mary, what do you think? Is that kind of... I mean, you didn't even play Burst Limit a whole lot. No. So. In fact, did I play it at all? I don't remember. Maybe a couple rounds.
1: I think I did. I know you
0: played the demo. That's right. I think I played, like, a couple levels. So, I mean, for you, it would be an obvious pass. Mm-hmm. Have to imagine.
1: It was very professional, I guess is the phrase I want to just use to describe it. It sounded well done.
0: I mean, it is Kenji Yamamoto, the same guy we've had for years and years and years doing all the video game music, so he knows what he's doing. He's not going to completely let us down when it comes to video game music. So you're going to have to just check it out for yourself. If you're really enjoying the game, definitely pick it up. No other comments on it. I'm sorry, guys. Let's move on to a CD that I have. Oh my god, I probably have close to 10 years familiarity with, and that's the re-release of the Dragon 98's Special Live, or Live Special. I forget what the order is. Dragon 98 Special Live by Monolith. This is a CD, a live set, recorded in Shibuya 10 years ago, 1998. It has 11 tracks on it. Mary, I know you know this CD pretty well, too. Mm -hmm. There's some great recordings on here. And just Hironobu Kageyama kind of screaming out and getting the crowd to sing along. Yeah, this is a
1: great thing to re-release, I must admit. Yeah, I didn't even... Take it out of the old vault. Exactly. It's that kind
0: of CD where you're like... Oh, my God. I, I guess we're coming up on 10... Let's put this out.
1: Well, the Japanese have mastered the art of re-releasing this Dragon Ball stuff every couple of oh, years. Oh, totally. So, so 10 years. There's a market <laughs> for it.
0: Like, money, money, money. What's your favorite track on this live CD? I have a couple guesses because there's a couple that are up your alley with the character.
1: Mine's probably not what you're thinking. Really? Mm-hmm. What is your
0: favorite song on the CD then it's
1: probably just the theme song hechela
0: yeah it's actually it's not labeled as such but it's more a live performance of the jungle fever mix of the song which is really neat you know you get that extra guitar blaring at the beginning kind of a groovy bass breakdowns and drums and stuff on it chala,
1: hey chala. Hey. Chala, hey chala.
0: What is your favorite song? I don't know. I love having a live version of Unmei no He, Gohan Super Saiyan 2 Transformation. The CD actually starts off with Mind Power, which I love uh, hearing a live version of. I mean, the two singers Whoa. going at it together. Get a power! <laughs> Just Get so a good power! It's a pretty good mix of insert songs, theme songs, and some image songs as well. Forever is totally one of my favorite image songs. And it's great to have a live version of that. Forever. Um, cool, cool, Dandy? Yeah. You're up and down on that one. You love Brain Dance. There's a live <laughs> brain Dance on this CD. Yeah. So, Image Song fans, this is what you want. Totally pick this up. It's a nice, cheap release. It's going for 2400 yen. So, it's not quite full price up there in the $30 range. If you never get the chance to check this out, it went out of print relatively fast. It's been really hard to track down, other than some incomplete bootlegs. Absolutely great. Grab this CD, you're not gonna regret it. It's got a ton of great stuff on there. CD I want to mention is actually another CD of cover songs. It was brought to our attention on the forum that there was yet another cover of Romantiku Ageruyo, the the closing theme to the original Dragon Ball. I totally missed this earlier this year. I think this came out in April. This is In a Melody Night by Wild Strawberry. Wild Strawberry is really Kikuo Inoue. You definitely recognize that name, Mary.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the voice actress for, like, Bell Dandy and... Lots of songs. Lots of stuff.
0: Definitely. So she's the main performer on the CD. It's basically what I would... Ah, I don't even know how to describe it, like loungy jazz music. I remember I just started playing this on the iPhone next to you one day. I think we were over at your parents. And it was just... I can imagine someone like laying on top of a piano singing along with this music, it's that kind of style. So the Dragon Ball Closer is on here, and that's primarily why, why I got it. But it turns out there's actually some other good music on here as well. The obligatory AVA opening theme, Cruel Angel's Thesis is on here. There's some pretty good stuff on here, so it's definitely worth checking out. The only problem with this is that the price is $25 for uh, six tracks, so it's not quite the value of the Burst Limit soundtrack, but if you have a really good familiarity with a bunch of these anime theme songs. You know, for someone like me, I love variations, remixes, especially piano versions of theme songs. Definitely get it. It's one of the better Romantic Hagerio... Uh, covers I've heard. I don't know where I would place it in your... Remember you did a top five list of I the did, covers. and
1: it's just really hard to keep track of all of them nowadays. I
0: know. There's been like 300 in the last two years. I think this would probably crack into your top five. I think I'd like it a little better.
1: I think I'd probably switch one out for yeah. this
0: one. Good time. So we'll play a little sample so you can get a little gist of how the song is. are our music reviews for this week three cds definitely purchase one of them uh maybe purchase a second and only if you like more than just one dragon ball song <laughs> purchase the third one so hopefully that keeps us pretty up to date with dragon ball music this year and with that on julian's not here we're at the end of the month so we're not really gonna do releases i think we'll just do one email this is an email that is very topical and it's actually one we've answered before on this show and I've gotten feedback from that person who we answered it for but it's such a recurring question you know obviously we continue to get it and I continue to have the same answer and I love seeing what people's responses after they order this stuff So, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Mary, why don't you read this email? Sure,
1: this comes to us from Willie. Hello, Mike, Mary, and whoever else may be there. My name is Willie, but you may know me on the forums as Venom Symbiote. I'm a big fan of DBZ's music. However, for a long time, I only listened to Bruce Falconer's music for the show. The Falconer? I only knew enough about Japanese music to say, oh, Chala He Chala is a Japanese DBZ opening song, for example. However, I recently managed to get Chala He Chala onto my iPod, and I liked it so much that here is my question for you guys. What are good songs for someone like me, who has only recently gotten into the Japanese music, should listen to? Also, what is the best CD uh, slash CD sets a newbie to the music should get? Thanks a whole bunch and keep up the good work on your podcast.
0: There is one answer for this question. It's the same thing we answered last time. Mary. This is Legend of Dragon World. Yes, a fairly recent release. It is. It came out in 2006, February 2006. February 22nd, 2006 to be exact. I love Japanese CDs because the release date and the price is right on the back. And you never have a question of when stuff came out. So this is exactly what I answered the last time we got this question. The reason why I recommend this CD is, or a CD set is it's a two-disc set. It contains all of the opening and closing themes from the Dragon Ball Z TV series and the movies. It's got most of the insert songs and a couple of the best image songs. And just as a recap, an image song is, think of it something like inspired by, but not actually present in. So it's like a song that's on a soundtrack to a movie, but you don't remember hearing that song in the movie. It's just kind of on the soundtrack. It's that kind of stuff kind of padding out CD releases over the years. Two discs, 17 tracks apiece. It's got everything you want on here. It starts with Head chalan and it ends with Bokutachi Watenshi Data. Everything is on here. Totally grab the CD. You know, we were talking about the CD prices early in the episode. You get six tracks for 25 bucks. This two disc set is 3000 yen. That's 30 bucks. For this many tracks, for this many great songs, absolutely pick this up. It's in stock on CD Japan and lots of other places. This is what you want to get. This is going to cover you. You're going to love it. And like, I, I'm, I feel really bad for not remembering who the last person I answered this for was, but I remember they sent a follow up after they got it and let us know how much they enjoyed it. So for you, Willie, as well, I want you to order this set and as soon as you get it, give the entire thing a listen through and send us another email and let us know what you thought about all the music on here. Like I said, opening themes, ending themes, insert songs, it's all there. This is exactly what you want. What do I have to do to get you going home today with Legend of Dragon World? A poster. <laughs> no, we've done this before. <laughs> I'm all out of posters. Actually, I have the one yeah, last I poster. Know. I'm not getting rid of it, though. It's all mine. All right, that's going to wrap up the emails this week because I haven't had a chance to really go through the email box in the last uh, two weeks or so, but Mary... People have questions, concerns, comments, suggestions, all that stuff for the show.
1: You send them to podcast at com. That's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com.
0: That is correct. Next week, hopefully, we're going to have Julian back with us. We'll organize things appropriately. We're coming up on the wedding, though. Things are yes. going to start getting crazy. Yes. I don't know what kind of schedule we're going to have, what kind of topics we're going to have. And you know what?
1: I hope the audience will understand if we are a little lack. In our episodes,
0: I think they'll deal. We've been pretty good for coming up on three. We're coming up on episode 150, Mary.
1: Yes. Oh, man. Sucks that the wedding's going to coincide. Like, exactly. Because the wedding's in three weeks, and I guess episode 150 is in three weeks, and our wedding's on a Sunday. So,
0: (laughs) that ain't happening. We'll see. I'm going to have to figure out what we're going to do for other podcasts as well. I'm pretty sure I know what we'll do for VG Combo's episode four. Actually, not going to be. You can't do a clip show from three episodes. But I have some old material that I think I'm going to recycle as a topic for that show. So, Mary, let's get rid of you.
1: Okay. Things you want to plug? Uh, I have a site called Temple of Trunks, which can be found at www.templeotrunks.com that I really need to update. No, you don't. Nah, I don't.
0: It's fine. Just leave it the way it is. Well, thank you, Mary. We'll see you uh, we'll definitely have a show next You'll see me soon. Very you soon. soon. That leaves me. I can be found in a whole variety of places. You're already listening to die. Dice and Chewy X, the podcast, so check out Dice and X. Julie and I can be found at wwwd Every month, our buddy Jeff is here to talk about manga with us, and every month, him, I, and our buddy Andrew do a video game podcast over at vgconvos.com, that is vgconvos.com. And there's also a third Saiten podcast now that you can check out. Totally random. Whatever I feel like, whenever I feel like, all that good stuff. Just go to VegitoEx.com. It's kind of like your central place. See what's going on. Check out the blog. Comment on stuff. There's actually been a lot of posts. A lot of cool discussion over there. So go check it out. But dies in Should we that's the true central hub. That is where the Shonen awesomeness is. We've got our forum. We've got our chat. You can check me out on Twitter. That's linked on Vegito EX. Mary, you do the Twitter thing every so often, too. Yeah,
1: not as much as I should, but I do occasionally. But I'm I, on is Mary T.O.T. Mary T.O.T., that's
0: you. Yes. I post all day long all sorts of random things going on in my mind. That's how you really learn about me.
1: <laughs> on the internet? On the
0: internet. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's it. This was episode one. 147. We'll definitely be back for 148 next week. Until then, from Mary over here... Hi, and bye! Julian, off in Japan, who we didn't get to speak to, but we terribly miss him, and we'll talk to him next week. My name is Mike, Fujito EX, and... Daizenchuietsu podcast, konishu mo kiite arigatou gozaimasu! mo ni! God, my pronunciation sucks. Does it? Yes.